Sharpen your pencils. Adjust your glasses. Fill those pocket protectors. Because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in rampant speculation. I hate these stupid clickbait things, but I really want to see the CGI people. What's up, Chris? Oh, are we starting? Yep, we're going to leave it. What do you hate, Chris? He hates Nefertiti. No. Um, you know those little articles where you have to click each page? Oh, the, the hit next, and it goes to the next page to find out what you're looking at? Yeah. Go to, okay, download the, so I just got a new browser on my phone, and it's fucking awesome. It's called Cake. And in the cake browser, it gets rid of all of that. So it gives the same websites and you just slide left and right to go to your oops to go to your new browser. And, and you don't have to scroll past two hundred and fifty five. No, it gets it gets rid of all the ads. And the coolest thing about it is it loads the fastest website first. So say like you uh Google something, right? It'll take the fastest website and put it first. Nice. And so it's it's awesome actually. It's a sweet browser. It's called cake. It's called cake. So like, if you want, spelled like the dessert. Yep. And so if you wanted to go all the way back to it, you can go back to Google and go swipe all the way left and it'll go back to your normal Google page. So if you want to like to filter it that way, but I, you know, I do both and you just go through here and it's way faster. So like all these stupid sites have ads on them, but it gets, it get rid of, it get rid of all the ads, it get rid of all the ads. So it's pretty cool. So when you're scrolling down here, you don't have any ads messing with your scroll. Cool. So it makes, it makes browsing like five times, 10 times faster. How much money are we getting paid for that? I don't know. Download cake. Maybe maybe they'll come after us. And be like, yeah, maybe they'll be like, "Oh, these people advertise us. Let's pay them money." Is that isn't that how advertising works, Jesse? Sheep go to heaven, goats go to hell. Damn straight. What what cake are we talking about? The band. That's a great cake, though. You want like a big big cake? What's your favorite cake song? Don't let Jesse fool you. He doesn't like cake. <laughs> I don't. I, I I don't hate cake anymore. Okay, we. While while we were in Europe, I listened to a little cake, and I like cake more than I used to. Why would you ever hate cake? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> That's just, that is disturbing though, because I'm a big fan of cake. Yeah, but when I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't even remember. He doesn't like the voice. He didn't. You didn't like his voice. That's what I remember. Your That's main the, criticism was. That's the best thing about cake. He's yeah. going the distance. He's going for speed. Okay, I'm going to be honest here. And I don't even remember. I don't remember all my arguments. There's things that I know that I used to hate, and I can't remember my arguments for it. Just the old, like, animus to it. So it still stands. It's just I don't, I, like I said, I feel better about cake now. I don't hate cake anymore. Um, I'm reformed. <laughs> it's just but, so weird. Yeah, I, I can't. I'd have to. I to get. I can't. I don't remember what old Jesse did, Matt. I can only tell you what new Jesse's thinking now. Well, I like the new Jesse better because Cake is one of my top bands. I we used to. We actually, when we had our Going Nowhere band, we played some Cake songs. Yeah, I can play the bass for uh, Cheap Go to Heaven. I can play the drums. Do, 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 do. Um, no, yeah, that was a period of Jesse's life. He was lost in a whirlwind of sex, drugs, and alcohol. That's why he doesn't remember any of his reasons. Technically, I was in a desert for 40 years. <laughs> I thought it was Walking 40 days. Walking around with my family. 40 years, days, it doesn't even matter anymore, Matt. I mean, it's just, 
Well, Jesse, I... Figurative anyway. I'm saying if you'd rather it be days, because that'd be Jesus, then 40 years would be be Moses. It was years, Matt. Worst navigator ever, Moses. (laughs) That's a funny Or Or best navigator ever. Well, yeah, because yeah, <laughs> tour guide. He tour, took a tour guide of the desert. Or he just didn't want to be found. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe he knew exactly where they were supposed to go, but the people were acting like assholes. So he was like, well, no, I'm just going to keep leading them around through a desert. You know, and these people I don't like are going to die off. No, I'm just joking. Do you have that. any proof of I'm that? I'm doing that part. No, I'm just doing it. I'm speculating. I'm rampantly innocent, speculating. Innocent until proven guilty, right, Jesse? I do believe in due process and the presumption of innocence. I'm not saying oh, that God. Moses meant to do any of that. I'm just I'm speculating based on how he used to be in high school. So during I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I don't sorry, I don't Moses. know the whole I don't know the sto- Moses story 100. percent But when did he get to the part where he went to Mount Olympus and went up and to get the Ten Commandments? Was that from, from at the z- end of the 40 years or is that towards the beginning of the 40 that years? That was the beginning. Come on, come on, Matt. Towards the beginning. I'm sorry, yeah, dude. Well, that happens because just I like believe even in, in the movie, I believe in God, Jesse. I don't read like the, the movie, Bible. Right? I don't think he's seen the movie, and I have not either. I have not seen the movie. You haven't seen the movie with Charlton, the 1959 movie with Charlton Heston? I think it's 59. I've seen no. snippets. Snippets. Or maybe it's 63. Either way, like Ben Hur. I, I, maybe I'm mixing up the dates between Ben Hur and the Ten Commandments. Ten Commandments is a great movie. Charlton Heston is an incredible actor. He does a hell of a job as Moses. Um, even Moses thinks that. <laughs> you know, Moses was like, my gosh, like if I ever was going to have a movie made about me, I'd have Charlton Heston do it. But in, Moses... the, in the movie, <laughs> I know I should. This is like the worst. I'm the worst person ever. Like I'm, I'm going based on the movie. But it's, you know, he, uh, you know, all that stuff happens. You know, he goes up to the mountain. The, the, the morons start building the golden calf. He comes back down with the commandments. They're like, but they're having this, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll with this calf, right? And he's like, he, he gets... You know, he goes from like, like a five to a ten. You know, immediately. Like he goes like Kevin. I love you know like that. No, I'm gonna goes, start at eleven. He goes I'm from go to zero. Fifteen real quick. He goes from zero to ten because he just came from talking to God. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, that's true. so he was in a great place. He's like, oh shit, I just, I was just talking with God and he gave me this list of things that will make our lives better to do. I'm just like in so, a great place. I want to share the word, and he comes down, and everyone's like. Yeah, screw that guy. We got this golden calf now. <laughs> yeah, so he was replaced by a calf. Yeah. And then he's like horrendously angry in the movie. And he throws one of the tablets at the people and the ground opens up and a lot of people die. That's <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But then after that, because because his people like were led astray, right? That's what I think I think after that is when they are lost for a while, you know, because they just had screwed up. Um yeah. And they were I, bad the... children. From my memory, it's it's kind of it's more about the what causes it. What causes the lost being lost in the desert is when is after that um, the they're going. They're looking for water. They're like water. I need water. I need water. I need water. And then finally, they come across this water, but it's poisonous water. And so God prays to or Moses prays to God, and he's like. Change this water so we can drink it. And God's like, okay, that's good. And he's like, ooh, well, could Should you like, for wine. could you like, <laughs> let me touch it with my staff to make it clean instead of just like it being clean? And God's like, how dare you? Yes, you can do it that way. But because you wanted to do it that way, now you will wander the desert for 40 years. And that's what happens. <laughs> 
That's a great story. I'm just glad God's not vengeful. <laughs> the God's a lot like Jesse, I think. Uh, he's, he holds grudges. God <laughs> is Jesse. Well, I mean, like, you, you know, dare to question me? All right, you will. I will remember this for the rest of your life. In the Newer Testament, or some Newer Testament, the New Testament, <laughs> obviously, obviously, God got a better editor. He was like, well, we should probably go a different route on this. You know, like maybe we should get rid of the hellfire and brimstone. We don't want to stone and be more children. the loving God. You know, he still managed to sneak revelation. We don't want to sell your thirteen-year-old yeah. daughter into slavery. Yeah, because. Well, because God had the final say, right? So he was like, well, I'm going to stick these in, even though my editor doesn't like it. But the editor had the final say on the New Testament. Can you imagine being God's editor? That'd be brutal. God, I don't think you should do this. I smite thee. And that's how we got the devil, children. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think that's exactly how the devil came about, but something close. Matt, I mean, Matt just quoted verbatim. If, <laughs> if Charlton Heston were still alive, I could ask him how we got the devil. But he's dead now. That'd be a pretty good story, though. If if God was trying to put out this philosophy to man, and uh, Lucifer's like, I don't, God, we shouldn't really do this. Well, who are you to question me? He's like, I'm Lucifer, I'm your editor. It's what you paid me to do, God. And then like he like smites him down to hell. Because it makes sense. God is uh, the devil is very like mischievous, mischievous, and he's very like actually that makes a little bit of sense that Lucifer was the editor of the Old Testament. Jesus was the editor of the New Testament, and that's why you get the different perspectives. It's well, actually, and if you look at it, if you look at it though, and Jesus played along, and like he followed suit, and and the and Lucifer just did, and he's like, I don't want to do this. So, and, and that's why, yeah. and that's and, and Lucifer's in hell with Jesse, one of my previous and they never, editors. And get this, and when that's they weird. do, and then when they do action, <laughs> and when they hate, when they do exorcisms, they never do exorcisms with the old Bible. They always use the New Testament. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know if this is true I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm just oh, okay. saying. Like, okay. I'm just saying like, well, you know more about the exorcism stuff. Than well, I'm just, but no, I'm just saying, I, but like, it's I funny because I was going to believe you. Yeah, I was too. I thought he was like really exercising demons here. Like we're, we're like following a story here. Oh, like, okay. yeah, yeah. No, I get it now. It's so like he's following the good, the good brother, bad brother. You know, maybe that is his son. Nobody just told us that. Hmm. And who does God pray to? Himself. I need mean, himself. I feel sad. God, please help me. <laughs> I don't know. I think you guys' like, views I on need God some are really help. like oh, okay. Like when God gets angry, like so God was so angry he flooded the world, or God was so angry like he made Moses go wander the desert. Like does he ever like repent for being angry, making Moses wander the desert? Yes, he gives you a rainbow. Oh, my bad. Uh, rainbow we good we good we're gonna lose 20 of our followers immediately no that's that's funny no they should if they can't take this little bit that's not but you you know what i was thinking though and another part what i think too if you look at um uh spielberg and all those guys you look at indiana jones lucifer is very evident in the indiana jones in the indiana jones uh franchise how so? How so? Seriously, not oh, the Nazis. Chris doesn't know. I mean, how? Chris is so dumb. Well, like, but I don't even. I can't even believe it. Okay, Chris. <laughs> before we get in, I thought you were talking about explicit, like, because uh, like, overtone in the Indiana Jones series, you actually do have the actual Ark of the Covenants. Yep. Actually, like, blast people's skin, melt them. You have. 
the actual Holy Grail, which heals, heals and gives it. eternal life. And it's guarded, and it's guarded so by, by the, the way, you know, I continuity error. Why is Indiana Jones so old in Kingdom Crystal Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Because he drank from the Holy Grail. He should be like, I did he? He had extended well, life now, right? No, he drank from it because he left the room. You had to, that was that was part of the uh, price. You had to stay in the room that's to right. keep the life. I was just gonna I was just gonna uh, postulate, you know, or that that or was something the price, like though. that 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 uh, right. Harrison Ford just got older. But I wasn't sure. They have CGI because it couldn't cross. Well, it, it wasn't that room. He couldn't cross the the grail marking. Well, you couldn't take the grail out of the room. That's what caused the room you to keep, collapse. Could you, you could keep take drinking, the though. guy out of the grill? You know, Chris, I know why because because <laughs> you you age still, but you have to keep drinking from the cup. That's why he got old because he could keep drinking from the cup, and like since he lost the cup, he couldn't stay uh, young. Remember the cup falls like so let it go. It, yeah. What is he saying? But that's weird because King Arthur and Excalibur. (laughs) Because he calls him Junior the whole time. And then then this one moment when he's trying to grab the cup, he's like, Indiana. But it sounds good when it's Sean Connery. Yes, it does. It sounds great with Sean Connery's voice. King Arthur drank from it and he he lost like 20 years automatically. Like he was a real old man, took a drink. The gray went from his hair, was young again and had strength. Which telling are you quoting that from? The movie Excalibur. But, but we don't know if King Arthur ever existed. We know Indiana Jones existed. King Arthur existed. He just didn't necessarily exist during the time period they say. He was probably a Roman general in named the 5th century. Owen. Fourth, 5th century named Clive Owen. We're getting off topic here. We wanted to talk about Indiana Jones. You, you wanted you to ruined, talk about Indiana Jones. You ruined my segue, you, Jesse. You brought up, you brought up the Holy Grail. So then I had to go and say I just didn't follow what, you. I, there was as much knowledge I had about Chris the Holy brought Grail. up the Holy Grail. I didn't bring it up. Well, okay, then that was a cue for me to bring up Excalibur. So I just went with, the, <laughs> with what you guys were doing. I figured we were talking about Excalibur. We were going to review some of the so, Indiana Jones. All right, oh. best Indiana Jones movie. Go ahead. Don't ask me. You guys should take over. No, this. Jesse, tell me. I don't. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you guys aren't going to like me after this. I almost remember nothing from all the Indiana Jones movies. All of them. I remember bits and pieces, like when he drinks out of the Holy Grail and like the other people that try to test okay. him, the other ones and die. Turn to skeletons. So you don't remember, remember the, the romance remember, like, scene the... with Marion where he's all, she's bandaging him up and he's like, you know, she's like, where does it hurt? And he's like, here on his elbow and she kisses it. And then he goes, and here. And she kisses I, that. I'm going to be honest and again. And he goes, here. And he points to his lips and she kisses him on the lips. You don't remember that I'm scene? I'm going to be honest again. I don't like remember that. It's like a classic love now, scene. I remember the other classic it's scene. like one of the best love scenes ever. Temple Chris, of Doom. I know we watch, I know we watch different porn here. Um, <laughs> like you, you prefer this and I prefer Excalibur. Slightly different. Um, yeah, there, there, of course, there's that other iconic death where they're like that. And, he's not a ninja. What is he? He's like a sultan or something. <laughs> he's trying one? to attack him. He shoots him. Boom. You know, uh, <laughs> the sword oh, guy. Yeah, the sword guy. He's, like he's a, talking about. Yeah, he's that's not a, a sultan. That's he's a, a sultan of doom. He's a sultan. That's the third swing. movie, and he's fighting him in the middle of the crowd. Yeah, and he sult- shoots him. Sultan of swing. I think it's the first one. Because it's when Marion gets. She oh, you're gets right. in the basket of laundry and they run yep, away. You're right. That's it the seemed first like one. it was from the first one, but I, I'm not positive. No, you're right. It's definitely the first and one. But I'm, it's so funny because the guy gets his sword out and he's like doing all these fancy moves and just yeah. shoots him. He yep. shoots him. He it's Han a classic, him. classic 
Um, my favorite yeah, part of the Snow. first movie is the opening scene. It's so great. Like yeah, the the boulder. Yep, the boulder. You don't even remember the boulder. You mean like the, is it chasing him? Is he, yes. Is he in a car though, or is he running? Then, like, he's he gets out. running, running. Okay. I just love. I love I the part. Remember this. And he says, "Must go faster." Must and, he, and he gets. And he gets out. Like the, the, all the people are waiting for him. Okay, we should have watched this and, first. And all like I, the, you should have watched this first. And, and all the natives are like waiting for him. Like they're like shooting at him and throwing arrows at him. It's or spears. It's pretty yeah. good. And he jumps on the plane and they fly off. And it. I always like in Indiana Jones how they do the map. And the plane flying, I thought that was really neat. Done. Uh, my really my done. love of fedoras is one hundred and fifty percent because of Indiana Jones. That's the only reason I like those hats and own some. Indy, Indy, the Indy. only reason. Yeah. Okay. Because I wanted to be Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's a great role model. Okay, he's cool. Keep going through the first movie because maybe I'll remember parts of it. All right. So he, well, okay, he's a professor, Jesse. Yeah, and he has a student who's got a big crush on him, and she writes on her eyelids, "I." Um, well, no, she writes "heart you" on her eyelids, so she's looking at him with her eyes, and then closes him, and it says "heart you" or "love you," so it's "I love you." You don't remember that part? Written right there on her face, huh? But only when she closes her I eyes. I don't remember that either. Actually, I don't remember that part either. That's very technical. <laughs> this yeah. is going to be the worst movie review of all time. Yeah, Chris or is like a like, deep dive. Yeah, yeah. but no, um, <laughs> I love the part because he's he's uh, just just how they do everything in that movie. I think is really well done. It's solid. Yeah. It's, so he starts out. He's in like um, he, he's got a whip. He's in like a South American jungle. I'm guessing, maybe. It could be some sort of southeastern Asian jungle. I'm not sure exactly. I think it's definitely South American for sure. It Part- seems South American. Yeah. It's tropic. I'm trying to remember the the appearance of the architecture because tropic is Southeast Asia too. Seven definitely tropical jungle kind of area. Anyway, yeah, he's in. He's going through this temple with this guy. He's with this other this group of people, and um, they're going through. And it's booby trapped, and some guys get killed, um, and and then finally it's just him and one other guy. He gets to he's looking for this golden statue, and it's, it's a golden monkey, the, right? No, it's just like a face. Oh, it's like a face. Yeah. Okay, I thought it was a monkey. And so he, he finds it, and he has a bag of sand, and he's like, and he pours he out pours some out sand. To I make sure. I remember that because he's trying to get trying the to make it correctly. Yeah, so he can take it and off then, and put the other. And then he on. switches it out, and everything seems fine for a second. He's like, ha ha. Yeah. And then it goes down and the temple starts falling. The boulder rolls. I remember this. And then there's a part where there's um, uh, there there's like a pit that they have to get across. And the other guy goes across first with the whip. And he gets to the other side. And then he takes the whip down. And he's like, throw me this statue. And he's like, give me the whip. And, you know, like, so the guy's like stealing it from. So anyway, he throws him the statue. And then he just drops, drops the, whip the whip down. So and he has to jump, and he grabs a hold of a vine, and it starts to fall out. But he, you know, he's Indiana Jones. He survives. And then as he's he gets he's going out the entrance, and the guy got killed by one of the booby traps that they encountered earlier. And uh, so he takes the idol back. But then Chris, he gets out, and Belloc is there. Chris, it's in Peru. It's in Peru. Okay, yep. South America, and Belloc is arch nemesis there. The, another archaeologist. Is there and he's like in this white suit 
And he speaks yeah. like the native Secondly, tongue, right? How did his suit stay so white as he's walking through the jungle? That's meant to show that. I know. It's yeah, just... yeah. So he's he's like paying people to take him places. He's not like, and he's got this tribe of South American Indians um, working for him because he speaks their language, right? And and Indiana Jones doesn't. So, um, but that's he takes the uh, the the statue from him and. And he holds it up to the, and they all pray down to it because it's like they're God or something. And then, and then Indy starts running and they chase him through the forest and he gets on a plane, a, a water plane, and they take off. And then there's a snake in the plane and he's like, I hate snakes. This comes <laughs> back up later. Snakes on this motherfucking it comes, plane. <laughs> yeah, that's where it, Pretty much. it starts. But this is, that's important because it comes up later. It's very PG at that time. So then he gets back home and you find out he's a professor. And then, like Chris said, there's a girl that's in love with him, and uh, she does a really sweet thing, which I don't remember that at all. <laughs> and I'm kind of reading some of the plot line, too, just to kind of uh, refresh my memory. But um, the big thing, like the big plot twist to get Indiana Jones kicked off in his adventure is um, his best friend, or not his mentor, but his mentor, um, the Nazis were looking for him because he was doing like lead research mm-hmm. um, on on this headpiece from an Egyptian, is it, it's a goddess. Yeah. The stuff of raw, and um, so his his um, predecessor had left him. Did he mail it back to him? Like, was it was it mailed back to him? Like his uh, notes? Yeah, I think it was mailed to him, right? Yeah, and, yes. And so, like, they they mail back his notes to him, and so like he has these notes from his professor. So then he eventually, and what happens to that? Does he go over there, or they attack him, right? Or right. Don't they well, come essentially, after him? like um, like his the U.S. government comes to him and they're trying to get him involved and he's like, I don't really believe ni- in religion and all this stuff. It's and, 1936. And I don't want to get involved in all of this stuff. Just leave me alone. And then he goes back and then he gets a package from his mentor with the stuff and he goes home and his place is ransacked. That's what it was. The Nazis yep. ransacked it. Spoiler alert. In America, Jesse. Yeah. In 1936. <laughs> and then and then he goes no. to Nepal, which is where his mentor daughter is because his mentor is dead now yeah and but he that's the only person he could think of who would have more information so he shows up at the tavern that she runs in nepal and she drinks this guy under the table oh that's the best scene yeah ever. she's doing that's shots. such a good and was she actually taking i, think I remember that scene. was she she was cheating him right she wasn't actually taking shots or wasn't there a way like she was well i don't I think they just play it like she can just handle her liquor because that's so much alcohol and like this guy's this guy's huge yeah and like she's and then she's like drinking well during the contest she acts really super drunk too like she's almost not going to complete it either but then like five minutes later when they're in the fight scene they're fine so I'm wondering if it wasn't I don't know maybe it was maybe she just can handle her liquor yeah she has a super fast uh, liver that just processes it all really quick. But yeah. that that was actually one of the best fight scenes. That was a great fight scene. But she knows him though, like because he had yeah been, they, had they, an they, affair. Had, they had okay when he um and it's kind of creepy actually if you look at the the notes they're talking about it originally they were thinking about <laughs> Indy being twenty five and her being eleven when they had an affair and. I don't get that. And, and, What's wrong and, with, I mean, I don't understand and, the problem here. And Steven Spielberg was like, 
We can't do that. She needs to be older. <laughs> Why would they even bring that up at the Lucas first was like, oh, yeah, but it would be amusing or something. <laughs> Lucas what? said that in, in the notes. Uh, Why would it be? It's weird. But, um. Pizzagate. But eventually, they so they do age her up. But, um. Um, yeah, yeah, they had an affair. But she gets pissed off She's at him because he left at her. Him. Yeah, she doesn't like him anymore, holding a grudge, just like Jesse. So but then she... the Nazis show up and they try to steal it from her and they burn her thing down, her inn, and Indy saves her life. So she's like, all right, we're partners now and we're going to do this together. So then they go to Egypt. Yep. And that's where the snakes come into play, Jesse. That sounds cool. Like, is this movie on DVD? Yeah. Yeah. And VHS. So this is yeah, DVD and VHS. This is Steven Spielberg and George Lucas. It's well, a masterpiece. Um, yeah, it's like so the origin story is that like George Lucas wanted to do a Bond movie, but they never asked him to, so Spielberg was like, Well make your own Bond character. So they came up with Indiana Jones. Which is probably outdone Bond. Yeah. Nah, I don't know, because Bond's pretty popular because it was with all the bonds there right are. i mean it's yeah and they didn't change i mean in some ways it's bigger than bond they didn't in change other actors. ways it's but it's not quite it's the same. bigger than bond in america yeah um but uh no like so so spielberg helped him a lot with it um you know they collaborated on it so did uh what's that guy's kaplan or something like that the director who did empire strikes back Helped him with it. I think was the director for it, probably. And, uh, yeah. I think it's awesome. And so, I mean, the gist of it is they go to Egypt. They fall in a pit. It has more snakes. He He's face-to-face. One of the cooler uh, scenes in movie history, he's a, he's actually oh, face-to-face with a king cobra who's got its thing flared up. He's like... <laughs> I remember that. And it's pretty cool how they... Because they just did it with a... So glass, there's just glass between them. Oh, okay. But they, you know, know they that. angle it and they get the lighting all right so that you can't see the reflections in the glass. But it's. Uh, Do you think he was a fan of Indiana Jones? Oh, God? Harrison Ford loves Indiana Jones. Oh wait, me? <laughs> yeah. I thought we were talking about God. Because no, like you just know so much about it. I think it's cool. I love Indiana Jones. I do too. But like I just that I didn't. <laughs> that's a cool like little feature, like a bonus feature. As so what, far as what happens at the end of the first movie? They die. Everybody what are they? Does. What are they? What, the how they, how the does it finish? Like Chris, well, Chris said right. earlier, they open up the ark. Yeah. So, so they because uh, those guys are stupid, by the way. So the the thing that she has, it's like a little staff that you put on a stick, and there's supposedly like a little hidden room that has like a, a perfect replica of the old city of Egypt or whatever, and so you put the thing on the correct height staff at this right time of day, and this beam of light will shine through the gem and it will point to the exact spot where it's buried and so then you go there so he goes there that's where the snakes are and that's where the ark of the covenants is and they find it but because but as they go down the nazis show up um because they're like right next to it like so he was trying to secretly do it in the middle of a nazi camp and they and they trap him down there with the snakes and everything he has to escape but they take the ark with them and then they go off somewhere where they're going to open it. Because the whole premise is that, you know, whoever possesses the Ark possesses the power of God. So, and they're like, imagine an army, our armies marching with the power of God behind them. 
Um, Which the Nazis, I mean, it's kind of cool that they well, play with it's the Nazis. Also, that's, it brings up an interesting kind of like narrative plot hole thing. Like, so, okay, these are Nazis, right? What are Nazis known for? Black magic. They hate Jews, right? Jews are evil. So they're like, but they believe that Jews have access to the secret powerful magic that can wipe armies off the... Chris, that's so, why they so hate they're them. Like, that's why they were a threat. <laughs> it's like, okay, I think your God is super powerful and can destroy anything it wants to. So I'm going to like torture you. And it's well, like, they hated Nazis because they took all their money, right? Or not the, the Nazis... When well, they, they had a bunch of reasons, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you think about it, there's kind of like a weird little, like, logic hole there in terms of the Nazis' thought mechanics. But anyway, so Indiana Jones escapes. They meet back up. They try to thwart it. They don't succeed, succeed exactly. So oh, they're and captured and they're like tied up on a stake. And Belko's like the main guy. Belloc. Like, Belloc, yeah. yeah. So I said Belko. Well, and the Bel- thing, Belloc's like, he's, he's not in, really a Nazi. He's just... In it for the he money. He doesn't believe any of this stuff. But yeah, he's just in it for the money and the Nazis and he are likes giving Marianne him a lot of money. Too. He takes Marion. Does, does, uh, does Indiana Jones kill him or not? No. I was God see kills him. Yeah. God kills We're him. We're getting to that, Jesse. Okay, keep going. So, because so the they're funny all, thing is, it's too. like a little theater production. Well, I was, just, I wasn't sure if he kills him, and then it becomes like Indiana Jones ceremony that they're they're going to open the ark, right? And Indy is like tied up with Maid Marian. <laughs> no, but, Marian. but it's weird. And, wait, um, wait, wait, wait a second. Before we get to that, there's also a weird scene where um, he like buys outfits for Marian to wear, and like like he has like this thing for marion and like he dresses her up and because she's captive but like sort of like his like prize out of all of this so indiana she's jones because like indiana jones gets stuck and then he escapes and he goes to find her like on a train right or it's something like that and he finds marion and um but it's 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 like it's a weird scene it's just kind of funny because she's like seducing him and then um yeah they get in a fight like well they're stuck in the pit Oh no! Okay, so I'm talking about when they're in the room together. Like he's seducing right. her. No, yeah. he takes that when they're when they get caught in the pit with the snakes. Right, they take her with them and, close and leave in. Indiana in the pit. So he escapes from there. He flies off. He goes to where she is and rescues her. And then they're like in a room, and he's all beaten up and everything. And she's that's when she does what I described earlier, where she's they're like they get in a little argument. And like she's like tending to his wounds and does something. He goes, "Ow, that hurts!" And she's like, "Well, where, or you know, where does it? You know, I don't know." She's like, "Where does it hurt?" Like angrily. And he's like, "Here," on his elbow, and she kisses it, and it's all you know, romantic and everything. And then, so at the end, they're all gathered around, and Indiana and Marion are tied to the, a stake. Um, as prisoners and they open the thing and all these ghosts start coming out and indiana jones for some reason they don't really explain it in the movie but he he knows he's like don't look at it don't look at the light so they all they those two close their eyes and then the power of god comes out in the form of like ghosts but it's and it causes everybody to melt but it's like it's except like, for Indiana Jones and Marion. Because it's like you can't look at God because you're not pure enough or some shit. Yeah, like that. there. Yeah, and so the, like he knew. There's like, actually a deleted scene that kind of explains that. I don't remember the exact explanation, but for I don't know why they deleted it because it actually I think they probably needed that time scene. probably. Yeah. 
Guys, I really didn't know any of that ending, and the only reason I was asking if he kills Balok is just to see if he kills him and then becomes Indiana Jones the White. That's, <laughs> that's all I was doing. That whole time, I was just trying to get to this point. No, no. I had to wait five minutes to do it. I'm surprised you don't remember this ending either, because he's I, like, I, it's I, one of the more iconic I, scenes. I, I kind of like, remember. It's, it's like claymation notes. melting. It's like, you see, oh, it's... it's and like, right, because Balok's I, I opening the arc. Oh, man, it's great. Yeah. It's almost there. But my favorite movie is Not Temple complete. of Doom. Is that the one with the so whole definitely, This is a very problematic movie. <laughs> it is. But like the, the, the sidekick character is great. Yeah, the sidekick. You know, his name is Short Round. And he's this little Asian kid. And he's like, oh, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones. <laughs> like super heavy accent. And then when, when he gets like... And then so it's really no are they in Egypt why again? He's around. No. no, they're in Saudi. Or... They're in India. India, okay. And yeah, okay. And uh, they, yeah, and they, and there's this whole scene where they're like, the the Indian prince is like showing, t- having him over to dinner, but like every single part of the meal is something like super disgusting. Like first they eat bugs, then and the in the dessert and, is monkey brains. Yep. And there's like snakes and, and stuff. Not, I remember that. And it's totally like fake. Like this is not a real cultural reference. But um, were they doing that just to mess with them? They're just it was meant to be gross and gross yeah. people out. No, so, no, no. Like in within the context of the movie, it was real. That was real. Okay. Yeah. So and I just love it. I always for when I guess because when I saw it as a kid, that one took me like back the most. So it was like more horror for me. I love scary movies, so I think I. Right. I related to that one more than the other ones but well, i just the, that the, that scene in the cave at the end with the heart oh thing, yeah it's a very intense scene it's a it's a classic well they put that one guy segment over, so they get this guy on a rack and they like get him out over the lava and like um and so like and then like they're like it's like chanting and everybody's like chanting and then mm-hmm. um you can like Kalima. see it you can see like his heart pumping against his chest and then like the guy reaches in and pulls out Pulls the guy's heart out of his chest and like holds it up and and then they 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 send the guy down into the lava pit. Oh, he's still alive. Okay, yeah. yeah so I said it backwards. So, I'm no, 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 no. They, they pull the heart out first. No, yeah, and but then I they said send it. Him down. But I said it backwards because okay. I said they put him over the pit first. No, they pull uh, yeah. his heart out first and he's still alive. Like, and he's his, his, still alive. His heart's still beating in the guy's hand yeah. and the guy's still alive. And, and then they take down, him to the pit. And once he gets into the lava thing, the heart bursts into flames. Yep. Yeah. That was crazy. Dun 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 dun. I remember that. And then, and he's, and so Indy gets possessed pretty much or into a trance. And um, they're like doing that to, is it Meredith again? Or is no, it's no, a, a new it's girl. It's a blonde lady. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember her name. And so it's a new girl. And like they got her in the rack and whatnot. And um, and they're going to do that to her. And the little Asian uh, short short round is running out. She's like, Indy, Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. And like trying to wake him up. He like pushes him aside, which yeah. is total child abuse. Um <laughs> <laughs> he's possessed matt so and uh so eventually like um indy wakes up and like they're trying to they're putting like the three gems and like the like there's like a like they're like green like jade it's like jade right and the eyes i can't remember the specifics there but so you could tell what, yeah you could tell what movie chris happening. did not like jesse well no <laughs> no most. no yeah i like there's some great scenes like in moments in it but i think this one this story was a lot weaker, and I didn't like the girl very much at all in this one. And, well, it wasn't Marion, so it's... Right, well, and she's, like, so, like... She's, like... She's so, very preppy. Right, and, like, so they're trying to play that for laughs because laughs, she doesn't like bugs, and they're in the d- forest, and there's bats, and she's always, like, scared of 
everything. There is a funny scene where they're in a camp, right? And dressing and she's like cleaning up and getting ready for dinner. And this elephant keeps, you know, grabbing her shoulder with his trunk. Oh, and she yep. keeps throwing it away. And she gets getting more and more annoyed with it throughout the night. And she start, starts getting in an argument with Indy. And then, like, at the end of the argument, like, she's, like, going off. And Indy looks over and there's a snake coming down right behind her. And he, like, freaks out because he hates snakes, right? And it comes over and it touches her shoulder. And she's like, I told you to leave me alone. And she, like... Grabs the snake it, and throws it, <laughs> and just like is completely does Oblivious. never realizes it was a snake, and and he's just like, and he's like ah. he's like oh, <laughs> just man. like shocked, but that's funny. And see, okay, so there's a theme here, Jesse, with George Lucas, um, and the theme is he's fucking weird because not <laughs> only do you have like um, him beating a little child in the second one. And then the thing I didn't even know about with the girl that's 11, but then you get to the third movie and he has um, him and his dad are Eskimo brothers or, or I think it's Eskimo sisters is a thing, but like they both sleep with the same woman in the third movie. Yeah. And so like, Elsa. I'm, just, I'm like following the, the pattern here of George Lucas. Um, but like, before that, um, in the second one, anyone who wants to give crap for kingdom of the crystal skull, for Indiana Jones climbing into a refrigerator and surviving a nuclear blast needs and, and and you know saying oh this doesn't live up to the originals you obviously don't remember Temple of Doom at the very beginning they jump out of a plane and they use a raft as a parachute oh that's right i forgot about that they just well not even realize the parachute they just inflate the raft and they're just sitting in the raft they're not like using it to like. But how high is the? And plane? then it lands on the mountain stop, and they just go sliding down the mountain. I wonder <laughs> how. I wonder safe. how high the plane. They're perfectly fine. You see, Chris, the plane wasn't that high above the mountain. That's why it's believable. It's at least we're talking a skyscraper height. We're talking nuclear weapons, Chris. <laughs> In a refrigerator. I'm saying, you know, Indiana Jones defied the laws of physics on more than one occasions. That's what's great about him, though. It's not just I, did, I really didn't clear. dislike that scene. Actually, I thought it was it was whatever. The only scene I didn't like in Kin- Crystal Skull was the Gopher, but back to uh, the third which was one. a which was a reference to Caddyshack, but it just uh, it's kind of dumb. Um, yeah, back to the third one. Go on, Matt. No, I was just saying. So yeah, because that's pretty much the beginning of the movie. Like you're trying to find Indy's trying to find his dad because his dad was searching for um was he searching for the holy grail what, oh yeah well the, it starts out the opening scene is river phoenix um who i don't even i just remember he died tragically young do you remember river phoenix i don't yeah i remember he's river joaquin's dying, older I, brother I, can't I, think. Oh, I didn't know that um but i don't remember any of the circumstances but anyway he played young indiana jones in this and you oh, you get about, the yeah. you get the origin story of where yeah. he gets the whip and the hat and the hat and the scar on his chin because Harrison Ford has a scar on his chin, so you get all that information, and his dad is like a Grail hunter and everything, and you, you also find out and like his love for like searching for lost artifacts and then getting in trouble with people and destroying lots of precious artifacts in the process of trying to survive or random shit in general <laughs> right that's actually a great opening scene i forgot what he's on scene. he's on the he's like running yeah. from train to train yeah and then he falls into a train car with a lion yep and then he grabs the lion whip to like save himself and he cracks it on his chin like he snaps it and it 
hits his, his chin. chin, which causes a scar. Um, yeah. He's the shittiest professor ever, though. Like, how often is he in his class? Yeah, he, he's mostly going around the world. He's on sabbatical. Artifacts. Is it sabbatical or is it like he's got a Constant bunch of... Constant sabbatical. He's got a bunch no, of like... Well, Jordan Peterson's on sabbatical from the University of Toronto. It's, it's, it's Toronto, isn't it? I think Whatever it is. Know. But it's the exact same thing. He hasn't Because he hasn't taught in like two years now. Because he's been busy. Well, and that makes money for the college too. Being busy. Well, that and that's why they and keep him on profile. because... Yeah, because Jordan Peterson's one of their teachers, right? Yep. So and, and maybe eventually he goes back and teaches there. I don't know. So that's the same thing with Indy. Yeah. But it's just kind of funny. Um, but so like it cuts from there straight to pretty much modern day at that time frame, and then uh, you're looking for like who's looking for him? Is it Nazis again in this one? It is Germans. Yeah, it's always Nazis. It's always well, no, nope, they went away from Nazis. There's no Nazis in the second one, Chris. Yeah. You're right. There is no Nazis in that one. They went away from it, and and no one and everyone didn't like Temple of Doom, Doom as much, so they went out. back. They're like, oh, we got to go back to the Nazis again. And the, the I like the sidecar. That was pretty good. But basically, no, his dad gets kidnapped by the Nazis. Yep. Okay, that's what it is. Right. But anyway, yeah. Because this is World War II now. His love interest is Elsa. It's World War II now. That's why. And he falls in love with her, sleeps with her, and you find out later that his dad also slept with her. And then also it turns out she's actually a Nazi. So (laughs) she's a bad guy. Him and his dad had sex with the same person? Yes. That's what Matt was referencing earlier. That's that's, that's why George Lucas got some like weird habits. But like he's actually, she's actually a good guy. She's like the anti-hero, Chris. Yeah, because he tried. He deems herself towards the end or something. He tries to. Yeah. He tries to save her. He's like, Elsa, yeah. come here. But she reaches for the Grail and then falls yep. to her death. And then he tries and to he reach for, for the Grail. And then his dad's like Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Which has got to be harder for his dad than him because his dad's been his entire life looking for the damn Grail. But yeah, that's another thing they set up throughout the movie is just the whole time he's like oh yeah that's where you find out where he gets his name like this is basically solo <laughs> this <laughs> beginning of this movie it's is true. just that you get all the accessories for indiana jones and where he gets his name because his real name isn't indiana it's junior junior, junior jones. I, did, I did not catch yeah. that in the movie <laughs> yeah no because and his the dog is named indiana because because then later and he's like you know something and he's like he's the name is indiana dad and he's like indiana's the dog's name so i don't remember the dog but was, was that in the opening scenes too yeah like when he gets home there's just like a dog and it, maybe you see a close-up of the name tag and it says indiana or something these, these, are, <laughs> these are like hidden facts only chris would know <laughs> no it's all there in the opening scene it's it's, it's it's like they took solo but they made it only like you know five to ten minutes instead of it was good two and a half hour it long was really movie. good and then i just like the fact that he met up with his dad and you got to cut that whole really <clears throat> that relationship going with them too i thought that was good yeah i don't remember his dad at all <laughs> you don't remember sean connery <laughs> how do you not remember yeah, sean connery I, I, I don't know indy i remember him in highlander too <laughs> I, like he's super I, iconic i might remember it but I don't. And I, I think this is one of my favorite temples, though, out of all the movies, when they get to the Holy Grail Temple, and they're entering it, and they have to like step a certain way for the uh, for all the arrows that are shooting out. And if you step on a certain brick, you like fall through. Mm-hmm. And then like my favorite test ever was the test, the Leap of Faith. And it's, yeah. they, they, they had to sprinkle the sand out on the bridge. I remember that. Super fucking awesome. I thought that I, was cool. Well, the whole, actually, the series of 
rooms through the uh, for the Holy Grail. I think that one was great because I loved how they tied it in with like only the penitent man will pass, so you have to kneel. Although I do have a problem with that one because he kneels and the blade goes like where it would have cut him in half, and then he has to roll. Yeah, I don't because then that. it would have beheaded him if he hadn't rolled. So it's like you have to be you wait. To... Okay, being penitent is being humble before God. So you kneel before God, but if you don't roll after you kneel, then you're not humble enough. I don't understand. But you got to be smarter than God because he's vengeful too. Yeah. So you got to you got to you got to escape <laughs> his wrath. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like so, you're humbling, but then you're escaping what's coming because so you humbled yeah, yourself. The second the second blade didn't make sense, and then spelling out his name on the things. Like you step on the right letters, yep. and if you don't, then you follow your death. That was cool, and then yeah, the leap of faith was really cool. And the cup yeah. challenge was cool too. Like, what cup would uh, Jesus use? And it was, I think it was kind of obvious, but like yeah. the guy picks like the guy picks like the one that's all bejeweled. Yeah, like, he's like, this is definitely befitting a king, the Nazi, and he drinks it and, and dies, but there's a way to dust, and then in the end, it's like he was a carpenter, and so he grabs this wooden cup and drinks from it. Oh, well, and that's a, another great line. So the Nazi guy grabs it, his cup, drinks it, dies. And then the knight that's guarding it, he's like, he chose poorly. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so old, too. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even, because he lifted his sword to fight him when he first got in the room. Yeah, he's like, he's like and then So it's like, you've been drinking, the, have you not been drinking the juice, bro? Like yeah, this I, whole time? Like, the whole know. point of him being in there was to, like, protect the grail. Yeah, I don't understand why he's so weak and decrepit. But. Were there yeah. more than one person, or was it always just him by himself? It was just him. That would suck. Yeah. Can you imagine being there for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years? Well, that's probably why he's old, is because it's depression and stuff. Started getting to him, so he's quit drinking. Oh, yeah. Like, he's like, ah, I know I need to get out of bed and drink. Yeah, yeah. Like this for is the first, I just don't feel like it. Today. Maybe for like the first two hundred years, he, like yeah. he kept himself looking good. Like okay, yeah. maybe a female will walk like in here, going around He's like shadow boxing and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> just keeping in shape. Because technically, it'd be like a, at nineteen, it'd be like thir- what was it, like thirteen hundred years, right? Like nineteen hundred years. Well, no, because this guy was like a medieval knight. He would have been like an Arthurian knight. I think he's actually one of the knights of the Round Table. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know like that. A, the, in in the Grail legend is so tied up with Arthurian legend. It really is. Most Grail legend is actually just Arthurian legend. But no one likes King Arthur. But um, <laughs> but I so who maybe Sir Galahad is it Galahad that I don't know. I don't know the story very well. I don't remember. I, I don't remember who's the protector. Um, I I know Excalibur, but I don't remember that. I don't being... remember who all survives in the movie, and I haven't actually read all the stories. I've read a little bit, but not not there, that much. The Holy Grail is in Excalibur. I don't remember. Yeah, that's that. what brings him back to life. It's all about getting the Grail, and that's what happened because he's, you know, he he gets rid of Excalibur uh, in the movie. Um, remember, he stabs between Lancelot and Guinevere because they were, you know, she was having an affair on him. Man, and then you it's know, been they, so long because I've seen said, that movie. You know, whatever a, a a land without a king, a king without a, whatever. What, what what's the quote? Um, a sword without a, a king without a sword, a land without a king. And that's, and that's, yeah. Is that Sean Connery? And no, it's Nigel Terry. Which I'm thinking of a different one. I'm thinking of um, Liam Neeson's in it too. Oh, he's he's in First Night. Mm. I think he's in First Night with uh, yeah, what's his name, yeah. uh, Richard Gere. 
and Richard Gere's Lancelot. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's, that's only about and, the Lancelot going to be okay. Thing. That's the one I've seen, and that was okay. I mean, it wasn't the best movie, but that, and they go to court at the very end, and there's there's a fight at the he's, court. He's also well, you could also be thinking about Robin Hood because in Robin it's not, Hood, it's not Robin Hood. I know 100. percent Okay, because I'm gonna say he's. Uh, I know 100. percent He's King uh, yeah. Richard, right? Yeah, he's Lionheart. Richard Lionheart. Comes and, back and, at the end. And yeah. yeah, so it's not that, but I know for sure. I've seen the one where Lancelot is uh, having the affair with uh, Guinevere and whatnot, but um, I don't know. I don't think I've seen. Ex- I've, I swear to God, I've seen Excalibur. Well, the the ending because like what what's happened is after he loses his sword, then he kind of like the whole you know w- with him dying with you know like because he's basically dying. The land is also dying, you know, because doesn't have a king anymore. Everything's kind of everything's out of place. Remember, Merlin's kind of like locked. He's kind of dead, locked away, kind of thing. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Something something made me lose my train of thought there. Either way, Excalibur is a great movie. You should definitely watch it. Yeah, all of it. But later, but later on, he finally it's he got sends Sir all of his Patrick knights Stewart out. In it. Yeah, he sa- he sends all of his knights out to uh, to find. I can almost think of his name. I can almost think of his name in the movie when you said Patrick Stewart. He sends all of his knights out to find the the Grail so that he can drink it and he'll be young again and the and the kingdom will come back to life basically. So they and, do find it. They do eventually find it. Guinevere like, dies. Guinevere does not die. She goes to the nunnery. <laughs> <laughs> she, she becomes a nun. Because she's, she's keeping Excalibur for him. And that's what, as soon as he drinks it, first thing he does is go to, go to the uh, nunnery to, to get the sword from her. Does he keep her too? And then he has to go and fight his son. No. You, you, have you seen the end of the movie? I don't, dude. I must, the end of the have, movie, I must not have seen this movie. The end of the movie, because he has to kill, like, he, he had a son with his half-sister, Morgana. I think that's her name, and uh, like he didn't he didn't mean to. She bewitched him basically, and this son is a just a son of a bitch, total son of a bitch. And he, to be able to save the land, he has to kill that son, and he dies at the end, killing him. And then they throw the sword back into the water again for the lady in the lake. What they so don't everybody tell dies. you in that movie though that I think everybody but Percival dies. I think Percival is the one who lives. Original Arthurian legend, which is from Chris Percival movie. Oh, it's yes. Arthurian legend got Percival from Harry Potter. No, no, no. no. Ready Player One, dog. Oh, oh. And Main Percy, character and Percy Jackson. Yeah, that's right. Come on, Percy's. bro. Ready Player One. He's one also in. He guys. He got. Where he got his name from? He's also mentioned in Harry Potter somewhere. Oh, the Deathly Hallows or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But I was I was talking about Ready Player One. That's yeah, like my obviously. favorite book of all time. Yeah, right it now, is. it's fucking awesome. We already talked about this, Matt. I know, but like, first of all, it's like, anyhow. So, but no, I didn't realize that. Um, <laughs> I, I must not have seen the movie. There's Excalibur's an... great. I mean, there's quite a few different movies. So, if you did you watch, because if you watch the newer one with uh, Clive Owen. Uh, yeah, that one's really good. Yeah. That's the one where they. Because that <laughs> chick is. I've always liked That it. chick is so hot. I remember no, when it first came Mally, out. When it first came out, I remember Jesse liking it. Because that Clive Owen's yeah, like, he's like, Roman, it, right? so he's like yes, a Roman, right? Yeah, but there's people in it that are not so good. He's like a Roman. And that's probably the correct version of Arthur. That is probably the most correct version of Arthur. And like they have to go Arthur. up north to save him from the Saxons coming down. And he uses those, uh, Sam- were they Sumerian? Not Sumerian. Um, I didn't yeah, mean, the Sumerian, Sumerian Knights. Well, but, but when, I think, when, I think, when I say Sumerian, I think of Sumeria. He was right? Roman. Right, but and it screws me up. Was he Macedonian or was he Roman? He was Roman. He was Roman. Okay, so he was Roman, but they were all... They weren't. They, they were from like s- different it's lands. It's like Samaria, but I can't remember. It's north of. It's like north Germany of the kingdom. And... It was like towards the Asian steppe. Yeah. Um, 
Right. It's where the devil's Bible's from, right? <laughs> I don't know Samaria, you know the the ancient evil. No, language. no, 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 not Samaria. Like this is because they're two different places. Like this is instead of SU, we're I, talking I, about SA. I'm, I know, I'm I know, joking. it's kind of like a goofy joke, or something but, that I don't get. But not not SU, like SA Samaria, something like that. And this was during the Saxon invasion of England, which also when the Romans withdrew from England. Yeah. So it kind of tells context. that story. Well, they had to withdraw. I mean, this. I mean, they couldn't hold it. It's so far from home. Well, I mean, you, you, well, sure, they could have held it. They just had to put more troops there, and they were having such problems trying to hold Western Rome. Well, Rome at that point in time couldn't... was cra- crumbling. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's hard. That, that was kind of one of the main reasons it crumbled. Anyhow, they couldn't defend all the areas. But, um, but no, the Saxons. I well, thought Britain had a long history of being problematic. Well, I mean, I love that. I love that. But I love the part of um, the Saxons coming down and. Just like the the leader of the Saxons was fucking awesome. I thought he was a great actor. Come on, Merlin. No, no, no. The, the leader Saxons, of Saxons, the bad guy. The leader of the Saxons, the tall German guy. The bad guy. Oh, he was awesome. Yeah, he was pretty cool. And like I, the, I wasn't thinking of you saying Saxons. I was still kind of stuck on the picks. Oh, Merlin was. Yeah, Merlin was all right. I mean, Merlin. I think Merlin was great because he he was more realistic and believable. I thought Clive the, Owen the, was pretty lame. The old, I like really? Clive Owen. I like I he thought he was Yeah, but fine. he gives that speech. He gives that like really heartfelt speech right at the end, but he's only giving it to like seven guys. So, <laughs> so I mean, that so was, that's like, not oh. Clive Owen's And he's like part. spitting all over and stuff. So you think there's going to be like this giant army because it's like it's almost like a Braveheart type of scene, but it's just these seven guys. <laughs> that's what's great about I also about, thought though. it was weird because they threw in a little bit of the Lancelot Guinevere thing. I think they should have just not done that. Yeah, that was all. weird. Because it didn't make any sense in the context of the movie, it was like she was it was like with... a look or something. It oh, was so okay, the subtle. Look. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. When he's so dying, subtle. the man's dying, and you're like, oh, it happens before that too. It happens yeah. earlier too. There's a yeah. couple looks. Yeah, and and you're like, what? It's it's like, oh well, we have to put something for the origin story of the Guinevere Lancelot yeah. thing. No, that's something you could have just avoided. And I love Guinevere's ha- character because the, the rest of the story didn't leave room for that. Guinevere was perfect. Kira, I thought she was Kira awesome. Kira Knightley, who's extremely beautiful too, she did such an amazing job as Guinevere. I've never seen. I, I don't think there could be. Does a she die too? No. She marries. Does she marry Arthur at the neither end? Neither one of them die. I don't know if they tell the. Do they? Skip I think they do get the married story? at the end. Oh, they do. They do get married at the end. Yep. Because I think Merlin might be. Uh, Meyer might be overseeing the wedding or something like that. Yeah. But I do. I love the fact that like um. On how they. Like her, she was a good fighter. I I liked that fact. She was strong. You were know they, what I mean? Were they not Samaritan knights? Were they Sarmatian knights? Yes. Sarmatian. Okay, because it kept. I, You're right. It's Sarmatian. Samaritan. And I don't even know. Like I'm gonna be honest with you, and maybe I should know. I don't even know that that's an actual place, but I'm guessing that it is. And I just don't know anything about it because they must have been some kind of. Well, a, it was the first time like, I had heard about. I mean, it. does it doesn't matter though because yeah. they were just taken from their homes because. They were like the youngest boy. No, right? I just don't want to be like throwing out information that I don't even like. I know, I know I that it's not saying, not true but... anyway. But they might not even have existed, right? Right. I'm guessing they did it because I'm guessing they did some of their history a little bit. But the the whole thing about King Arthur is in the context of the story. I mean, it was good. I liked I liked how they set the origin the origin story for all the for um, Arthur and his knights. I liked how his knights were more than just the seven guys. It was a whole round table, and they've all been dying off throughout the years. I thought that was pretty cool too to see. You know, I mean, it wasn't cool that they were dying, but it was, it was interesting to see that there was like a hardship and there was like a battle um, throughout the years and that they had served Rome, and so yeah. And the, and the um, person they were rescuing was a was a, such a putz. 
Well, and I think that's just that just plays into the whole. Them getting know. caught up with the Goths. I'm not Goths. I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Age of Empires. Them getting Saxons. caught up with the Saxons. So. Yeah. Um, there's something else. Which I was are just say. like Goths, by the way. Nomadic. Well, they're, well, they're Germans. They're nomadic. They're Germans. I mean, and they're German. They I mean, that's what. So they would have had similar type of histories, migration patterns. I just love the way the um, German, like the commander, spoke. Like he's like really like slow, methodical, and like grumbly. Oh, your stupid son! Yeah, <laughs> like he talked so much shit on his son. Probably yeah. shouldn't have done no, that. No, the Saxons were, you know, the Saxons were cool, whatever. Um, the only thing I didn't like about King Arthur, like the betrayal of him, he was so pious. Like he was just so, everything he'd done was like so perfect. He was like the philosopher king, and he was, you know, it seemed like he was just, it seemed like he was too perfect. And I think that he should have had a little more. He wasn't perfect. He took Lancelot's girl, man. <laughs> Well, you saw the in look, the original Jesse. legend, yeah. he actually his son, right, that comes back in in Excalibur, and he has to kill right, who's a prick. Well, in the original legend, actually, like Merlin tries to kill him as a baby, um, by calling up a storm to like kill the ship that they're on, and like Arthur gives his permission for it or something because. Merlin had a vision or something like that, but that actually is what causes them to go into exile. Causes the mom to like hate Arthur, and it's actually like what causes him to be a bad son, right? But I think that's right. I might. Is this is this what started the um, the uh, international um, secrecy for all wizards that they that applies to Harry Potter? I don't know because no. in Harry Potter, Merlin was the first wizard. Oh, are you, really? Yeah. Hmm. Now, the, the Excalibur stuff, was that written, the King Arthur, that was written by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle? And it Doyle, takes place in not, England, Chris. Or is it not right? That's not right. No. Um, Harry Potter I is in Scotland. He, Sorry. he might have written a England and Scotland. Okay, King maybe, Arthur thing. Maybe he wrote a version of it. I, just, but I want to see most Arthurian, the oldest Arthurian legend stuff we have is actually French. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. But there's like a bunch of writings from this French guy, and they're the actually oldest references to Arthurian legend we have. Um, but I can't remember that that guy. Is it name. older than Romulus and Remus? It, oh, by far. <laughs> <laughs> um, but and we we never even covered Kingdom Skull. Are we, are we going to do that? Or no. You Did you like, want to? Well, I mean. We did. We did cover it though. A little bit. We we referenced it some. It has Shia LaBeouf in it, Chris. So that was before he was really insufferable. <laughs> That's not true. That is true. It was before he got insufferable. Um, he was just he had just done Transformers and then he did that. Um, he was actually really good in Transformers. I liked him in Transformers, the first one. But no, um, no, we could talk about it. I think it. I think it starts out pretty strong. Actually, I actually like them going back to that old warehouse. Yeah. I thought that was pretty badass. That was cool. I like pretty much everything about the movie. It's a fun movie. It's a classic Indiana Jones type movie. Except for the ending. Too heavy CGI, is that what you're saying? Or it just got like a little, you it, mean you mean because in the other endings they had the Ark of the Covenants melt people. Yep. They had uh, a priest pull out a guy's heart and he stayed alive 
as they lowered him into lava and then the heart burst into flames. But, but Chris, like think about those. They had the heart, like the eyes the and stuff Holy still Grail moving. The Holy Grail heals somebody. But the, that guy being alive is just the neurolog- the neurological way the body is reacting to you the situation. You can maybe explain Temple of Doom as being, but you cannot explain the other two movies. Well, you can't explain those a booby are... tra- It's a booby trap, Chris. No, there no. was a microchip inside the cup that when it passed a certain point, it sent sensors. No, the, maybe that part, but, how, but, but what about the healing part? How did it heal his dad, who had been shot? He poured it on them, it bubbled up like hydrogen peroxide, and it completely healed the I bullet. I didn't have to say it, you said it. Hydrogen it's peroxide super, doesn't it's heal super, It's super peroxide. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, but I don't know. This is the aliens got me. It just got me at the end. Um... But it's I was so normal for India. It's nah. it, okay, but my it's argument exactly is it, but my argument Indiana is that it's not against Indiana Jones. It's just that I could have done it with the aliens. I don't know, just the way they did it with the alien, the circle, and the and the way it was going. I don't well, know. I didn't like how big the ship was because it like was the size of the entire were South the aliens, American continent or something. But were the aliens still alive? Yeah, or something like they just had to have their heads put back where they were supposed to belong. See, it just got. It was just. I'm saying like with the aliens didn't bother me. It's just like getting to that part. Yeah, but I feel like that's the same. We went over a lot of these problems with the other ones. I get it. There's logic flaws. But flying the ark is like based in like our reality as far as humans go. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's people believe today that if you find the ark, that shit would happen. I'm sure there, you know, out there in the world, there is a, a guy that can say some voodoo and take your heart out of your chest, and the voodoo that he put on you will allow you to stay alive and burn, burn in the pit, you know, in the fiery pit of hell. Um, and then I'm sure there is water out there that will heal you instantly. We just haven't got that technology yet, Chris. <laughs> and I know there's aliens. But you don't believe that crystal skulls can communicate telepathically? No, I didn't have a problem with that at all. That <laughs> did not have a problem with that at all. There was just... I think it's just the way the end was done. I thought it could have been cooler, or I don't know, because yeah. each one, each one of the other ones was cool as shit. You know, I just didn't find it as. Yes, Jesse. Cool. No, I'm guess who hasn't seen that movie either. Uh, I've Grant. seen I've yeah. seen the other ones, but I haven't seen the last Grant's one. Grant's not seen Crystal Cold. Uh, he has seen it. Okay. He was yeah because he's with us. We went together and saw that. Hmm. That's weird that you three went. It was me, Didn't... you, Mark, and it was. Well, that's weird that you four went. This was a long I'm time sure ago. I'm sure Aaron and Jonathan probably went too. Oh, that's, they that's did. funny I'm that you six it. went. It was your dad. How many too. more fucking did you take my parents too? It was Chris. It was and it was, your kids. Actually. It was it was your dad. It was Jonathan. It, it was Aaron. Jesse it was you. Junior. Tristan. Yeah. Um, that's right. Your dad was there. We all yeah, went I'm solid sure at Legends. Um, oh, that's weird. Where I, were you, Jesse? Yeah, you fucking tell me. We also invited uh, Trevor and Zach. Yeah. I took Dustin Brown. I mean, we didn't want to take him, but since you couldn't make it, yeah, we, we just took did. everybody. Fuck it. Because I don't think Ro was there. Ro was a baby then, but you guys took her. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were like, like, we don't even know who this baby is, but we'll take her. And it happened to be Ro Where years Where were later. you at? Oh, you tell me, man. The other thing I, thought, I like I about that a... movie is they bring Marion back. They do bring, and that was and awesome. And that's great. She was great that in the movie. Great. Yeah. Because yeah. it was the same style. They brought her back in the first one. Or they, they, you met her in the first one. Yeah. Which I thought was cool too. Yeah, and she's super hot still. Yeah. So no, I think it's good. I think still? the movies. She's still hot. I don't know what she looks like now, dude. That was like twenty years ago. The movie. No, that movie was not twenty years ago. It was like ten years ago, or whatever. Just a year old. 
That was half of a decade ago. You guys ago. are barely younger than me. Plus, I'm going to outlive both of you. That sucks for you. I hate to tell you guys that. I, but uh, That is probably true because I'll have a heart attack while running, more than yeah. likely. Well, yeah. And that's what... It, and you know what? And that's going to be the sad thing because it'd be like, well, you know, at your funeral, it'd be like, well, he ran his whole life to stay in shape. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't you do would. it to stay in shape. So get this. Jesse makes <laughs> fucked up jokes at my wedding and then makes more fucked I up jokes at make... my funeral. Whoa, 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 whoa. The the jokes at the wedding, I, they were so I couldn't hear your incest. They were basically approved. He made incest jokes. They were basically approved though, because I mean, I asked you if you guys wanted jokes, and you guys said yes. No, I love so the they jokes. Were approved. It's like I didn't he hear. Said, so Monica and Matt are classic, uh, <laughs> you know, re- relationship couple, just like Jamie and Cersei whoa, whoa, Lannister. Whoa, yeah, but I started with like I started with something you know calm like right. uh, Luke and Frodo like, and Frodo and Sam, you yes, know. And, <laughs> And then I can't remember what else. There was somebody else, and then eventually Those got around to did Romeo and Juliet or something. And then eventually I got around to Jamie and Cersei Lannister, and the whole crowd went, "Oh, yeah!" <laughs> I thought that part was funny. <laughs> the whole crowd grew. That was perfect. Take a joke. There were so many people that knew. That's what was so great about it. Because like you, you take a risk when you do that. Because you don't no know how many people it. are going to be like. They're just going to be like people oh, have actually yeah, seen Game of Thrones. They don't. Good yeah, romance. But it was a collective. Oh. <laughs> well, and the, I couldn't hear the whole speech because we, you were talking towards the crowd, and Monica and I could hear snippets of it, but I heard that part. Well, just just think of the greatest speech in the world and just think of it being better than that. But <laughs> I just thought it was great. It wasn't as good as my speech that he gave at my wedding. Oh, Chris, well, I can't. What am I supposed to do, man? Okay? You know, like lightning can only strike so many times. Don't get remarried. It'll be worse. <laughs> It'll slowly keep going downhill as my mind goes downhill. So, yes. say something. Another, say another something, thing yes. I really want to talk about, because it's my most favorite month of the entire year. No. And we talked about today, Halloween, baby. Well, I, don't, I don't understand what's going on right now. What is this soundtrack? Is this the Halloween soundtrack? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. H A is the most iconic, best horror soundtrack besides Exorcist that that exists. He's doing the soundtrack for the new one too. Is he really? John Carpenter. Fucking right, dude. I'm down like a rodeo clown. John Carpenter's doing the soundtrack for the new one that's coming out this year. Yeah. John Carpenter. Yeah. We should we talk about the same person? Like the director? Uh, he did the music for the original one. Yeah. You sure about that? Look it up. I think he's up. pretty sure. Look you sure it about up. that? You seem a little too sure. Look it up. We're talking about the, like the guy who... Google it. We're talking about the guy who directed Christine. Yahoo it. Carpenter? Bing it. Did he do the thing Ask as well? Ask Jeeves it. <laughs> <laughs> I should keep going just to see how many more you can come up with because I bet you're almost out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so Halloween is one of my favorite movies. Um... It's awesome. It's a great series of movies because there's Halloween, which involves Michael Myers when you get to meet Michael. Halloween two, which involves Michael Myers and uh, in uh, Lupus, and then it's weird that he did that and then went and did Shrek later. And then, <laughs> and so I'm sorry, keep, keep going. I, every I mean, time they say Michael Myers, get the fuck out of here. And so anyhow, so then there's ha- Halloween three, season of the witch, which has no Michael Myers. They went in a completely different direction because what they were going to try to do was make it a different franchise, pretty much every Halloween. And people right. were like people revolted against it, and it was terrible. It was not good. I didn't like. Well, they're trying to kind of do the Cloverfield thing before Cloverfield. Exactly. The idea was, yep. oh, it's called Halloween, but. 
each story is it's going to be its own I just thing. wanted to prove Chris right. It doesn't prove anything. It just says John Carpenter's name with Halloween and soundtrack. It doesn't mean anything. He probably had John Williams do it for him. Here we go, Jesse. Everybody knows that. The downbeat's getting ready to hit. This is when you do my. This, this is when you fucking run, because Michael is coming for you, Jesse. You're about to die. In a world where there is one Michael Myers. Halloween movies are all right. There are two Jesse Duckworths, equally as bad. So, but like, it's it is the best like soundtrack for um, theme for a movie. One of the best ever to exist, even better than Conan. Well, that's bullshit. And it's, and I, the theme for They Live is pretty awesome. Now tell um, me, that's that also a Carpenter movie? I think that I want to say that's also a John Carpenter movie. Jesse, okay, and Christine is pretty so, sweet too. Okay, we'll we'll skip a little bit of Halloween for a minute because I want you to tell me what movie is this from? Don't cheat me, Chris. You gonna help me, Chris? Oh, I should know this right away. Like oh, I, I can on, see dude. it. What is it, Jesse? People, I don't, like, I don't like being put on the spot. I know Sean Spinks right now is like, I know this. Like I can see him like shaking his fist and saying, "Come on, Jesse." Well, yeah, but I, 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 it's like I can see it in my head, but I can't think of it. Do you see the similarities between this and Halloween? Yeah. Because get, get ready, get ready for the downbeat. I missed it. <laughs> it's coming. Do you know what this is yet? No, Chris, you know what movie it is? Chris, what movie is it? I don't remember. I can't. Would, I can't name it. It's The Exorcist. Yeah, how long it's been since The Exorcist? Probably twenty years. Really? I'm sure. Man, I'm sure I haven't seen The Exorcist in twenty. What is okay? So, what do you remember? What is a scary scene you remember from The Exorcist? Well, doesn't she take a cross and start fucking herself with it? Okay, scariest scene. That's the scariest. That's pretty scary because her head turns around about the same time, doesn't it? And then she's screaming at him, fucking herself. She's going crazy. She's like, "Fuck me, Jesus! Fuck me!" Yeah, that's pretty freaky. I mean, unless you're in there, girls like that. I mean, it's whatever, dude. I mean, you're you're the craziest one out of us all, Jesse. But I'm not into that. Well, <laughs> I take that back. But um, no, the craziest thing was I think her walking down the stairs backwards is pretty crazy. I don't even remember that scene. On she walked. She okay. So she, this I remember is crazy. turned her head around. So there's there's a party at the house, and she walks down the stairs backwards, like gets gets there, and she starts peeing on the floor, like right in front of everybody. Okay. It's yeah. fucking crazy, dude. But that movie was good. Um, but Michael Myers, man, he's always had a he's always had a soft spot in my heart. I was I just love the way that the movie's filmed. Um, the backstory is really good, and I I think it's set up very very well. So I really yeah. only remember one. It was when I was when I was a kid. There was a not sure if it's the first one or the second one. Eventually, later on, you know, he's he's chasing this little boy, you know, who's probably maybe a ten year old boy, and the boy's hiding in the closet. You know, and he's trying to be really quiet. Yeah, that's one. Because the first Lori's... One, I remember that scene very, Lori's, very well. Because I was freaked out. And I was just a little kid. And, then. like, he starts, like, hammering through the closet. And you start yeah. seeing the light, the, yeah. the way the light's hitting. The way they the way they shot that film, that, the way that, they shot the that scene is done really well. That's a really well done scene. And that, that's what sticks out to me the most. And that's iconic, too. I mean, that's iconic um, for horror. Um, definitely. And so, my... There are so many good things about that movie. Um, the sex in the movie is, is is done well. Like it's it's funny because it, it fits the genre, like of like the Friday the Thirteenth, um, Nightmare on Elm Street, and um, the way like the one of the funniest things. And so the scene you're talking about is she's babysitting the two kids, 
and um, the friends are coming over, and like he, Michael Myers is so strong, he stabs the guy through the door, <laughs> and the guy is hanging on the door with the knife. I yeah. just, I just, I'll never forget that. Like it's such a cool kill shot, and um, it just shows you the strength of the character. And there's, uh, and so it's kind of funny. Like you think that Laurie would kill this guy, right? And Laurie Strode's like her, her entire journey. And what's the, the, do you remember the psychologist's name? And it's John, um, I can't remember his name. So it, the way it ends is she like kicks him out. Lupin. Lupin. Lumen. Lumen. I keep saying Lupin because I'm Harry Harry fucking Potter. Loomis. It's Loomis, right? It's Loomis. Okay. And so anyhow, so he's a psychologist. Like he had, um, Michael Myers escapes from the, the psych ward, which is a cool scene. And, um, and so you have his escape convict and then, um, you have him getting back to, to the town and then the towns are in Halloween and he's walking around and it's old school too because everything because it's obviously filmed and was it in the 70s or 80s movie I think 70s at first one I would say it was late 70s late 78 maybe I think it was 78 I'm gonna Google I don't, I don't know about the second one but the first Unless, one is definitely just the 70s a lot of those from that, that same style are like 78 to 82 you know somewhere in there I'm getting it right here but I, I was yeah, I was probably within 10 years old. When 1978, I, I was right. Okay, yeah, so 1978. And and the way they did film back then, they, they had to be so... They had to be good at, like... Because the CGI and the special effects weren't there, so the way they had to set up their camera shots made horror that much better, in my opinion. And so now we're starting to get back to that same type of horror with, like, The Conjuring and, and some of these other movies that are coming out. And so what happens is... They in the movie like he finds Laurie Strode, which is actually his sister, and um, and she like throws him out a window at the very end, and like he's like laying on the ground, and supposedly he's dead, and they take Laurie to the hospital, which is the same hospital they take Michael to, and then the second movie picks up in the hospital where he's chasing all the people around the hospital, and he's like killing people in the hospital, and he kills like a couple that are having sex in like the it's like a physical therapy hot tub or some shit. And like kills him in there, um, and then like uh, chases to the hospital, and then at the end like they blow up the hospital, and that was supposed to be the end of it. They were supposed to kill Michael Myers, and he was supposed to die in the hospital. And um, for some reason, I thought Loomis had died in the second one. I don't think he did though. And so now the third one coming up that's coming out this month on the, like the twentieth, he's not dead, and so he's coming back again. Michael's back, and so it's and the third one picks up after the second one, like. The third movie of the season of the witch never existed. Now this movie's picking back up, so I'm excited about it. Yeah. Do you remember much about it, Chris, at all? No. So the only thing you remember is H2O. Yeah, I remember the first and second movies pretty well, and H2O. I know I've seen one of the season of the witch movies, but I don't There's only remember one. it. Yeah. It was oh, so, so shitty I've there seen, was only one. You've seen so the only one. one and it, well, I was asking about the first yeah. two movies. You know, Do you remember but, much about them, the first two? No, the first two, I remember them pretty well, yeah. That's what I was asking. So yeah. what is your favorite part in like, the first one? I mean, it's, well, it's just like the building dread. Like it, it does is such a good, it doesn't just like jump in and just like, ah, scare, scare, murder thing. It like, I don't know, it starts out and she like sees him like standing behind the hedge or he drives by in the car. And that's so creepy too. The yeah. way like he's like standing around and you yeah. see him go by his mask at like yeah. the Halloween store. Yeah. Or not the, or no, not the Halloween store. It was a, it was a. Um, or he takes it from somebody. No, he, he buys it at like the convenience store or yeah. whatever it is. It was just a regular like right. pharmacy store type store. 
and he steals that guy's car and then like so oh he, and the girl in the bathroom yeah and it just kind of builds he picks her uh, purse up she's sitting there and she can hear her daughter like humming yeah and her daughter stops humming and she sees like the two feet stand in front of her stall and like you see him grab her purse you're like oh man he's gonna fucking kill this woman and her baby right and like your, your heart's like pumping and like takes her car and, and goes that yeah that it shit was just scary builds up the tension so well well and like you're saying about the cgi thing and everything like a good example of that is jaws like what's the best shark movie out there is it deep blue sea it's is Megalodon. It, is, it, is it Megalodon? No. Is it, is it <laughs> if Sharknado? If you ask Monica, it would be Megalodon. No. And why is it? Because in Jaws, you don't get to see the shark, really. Not until the very end. And that, and so because of that restriction on it, it forced them to do all these things that actually made it way better and scarier and more intense. And instead of now, where it's just like immediately you see the giant CGI creature. Didn't Jaws hurt like beaches for a while? Like, didn't people yeah, like. Yeah, I think it did. Yeah. Like, people were afraid to go people to beaches. Stopped, yeah, like suddenly were afraid to go swimming. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I've always it's liked true. Jaws. Jaws 1 and 2 were good. They got a little crazy after that. Well, okay. Jaws was good, and every, every other one was really silly but <laughs> the second one wasn't too bad well are you talking about the actual second one or are you talking about like the, the actual second 1.5 one the the actual well i don't know the one because it has the Cause, same main okay, character there's in jaws it. there's jaws 2 and there's jaws 3 and then they released like a it was either jaws 1.5 or jaws 2.5 like after all those other movies it wasn't released in the middle i don't but know they like told this other story that happened um and the one I'm the one I'm talking about has the same dad. Okay, like, that's like yeah, that's like Jaws 1.5 or something. It was really good. I yeah. I really like that one. Um, I like both of them. So do you? What is your? Let's just do this, Jesse. What's your favorite horror movie? What's your favorite scary movie, Jesse? What's your favorite scary movie? What what type of horror? I think that matters because most of my do stuff you like is kind slashers? of goofy. I when I was a kid, I loved slashers. Like I was huge into. The old school, you know, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, old school slasher type. Who's the killer in the original Friday the 13th movie? The mother. I just watched it again. My my third son, he he loves horror movies so much. So he goes through and he studies them. And he also goes through and watches this one guy who does these these, uh, YouTube shows that goes through and does kill counts on everything. Yep. And he goes through and watches all the kill counts and all the people are going to die. So then he always, his favorite movie is The Thing. And he makes me watch that with him so often. And he can just like, who was the character that died at this time? And blah, 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 blah. And I'll be like, uh, was it Norris? Oh, no, no. It was this I've other I've never guy. seen The and Thing. And I'm like, shit, no, The, the Thing is great. Oh, you should watch The Thing. Like, it's extremely well done. You're talking about Keith David, Kurt Russell. Um, I, hate very, both of, I hate both of those Very similar actors. to the movie Aliens. <laughs> Sorry. Very similar to the movie Alien and the idea of it's like a small group of people kind of, mm-hmm. kind of you know, in an isolated place where something happens. And, and all the uh, all the effects are practical effects in, the, in that first one. It's really, it's extremely well done. He'll, and he can rattle off all the numbers about the practical effects, how long it took him to shoot scenes, all kinds of crazy stuff because he's watched like a documentary on the film as well. So he can go like all into it and it's it's really ridiculous. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Um... I can't believe you haven't seen The Thing because that's a, for, for a horror movie too from 1982, great. And it gets, just, like, it gets like an eight on IMDb, well, something like that. It wasn't so much that I haven't seen it; it's so much that like the, 
the movie it didn't interest me for some reason because my 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 taste in horror has grown over the years but like as far as like one of my most original movies tim made me watch when i was little was fucking from nightmare on elm street was one of the first horror movies i ever watched and that movie kind of fucked me up a little bit same here actually that movie was fucking crazy when i was little and do you guys remember i was like six six or seven when i watched this movie yeah and um i watched nightmare on elm street and then I remember seeing the first original um, Jason Voorhees, and then I really got into Stephen. My mom was really into Stephen King, and I remember all the Stephen King movies: Pet Cemetery, Cujo. Um, yeah. yeah, I was big into those as well. Um, what other ones was back then? Uh, Pet Cemetery is fucked up when Gage gets hit with that car. Oh, with that dude, truck. the little boy and yeah. his and shoe then, goes like up, you see. Really, a shoe the there. rest of the movie is not very good, but that part of the movie is like so emotionally well, when he, you gut know, wrenching. It's it's awful. When he cuts yeah. the old man's Achilles tendon oh, and kills no. him. Yeah, no, it's yeah. Cringeworthy. The Shining. The Shining. I actually don't remember The Shining. Oh, The Shining. Um, I think I've only seen it like Johnny. once. But um, I, that's, that does, that's one of my favorite lines, too, from movies is the grandpa. He's like, some things better off left dead. dead. Yep. <laughs> the way he says yeah. it, the way he talks. Well, some things. Why don't like you put them back in the dirt? They don't come back the same. Like, yeah, yeah. it's it's... That's yes. a great fucking movie. What's his name from the Munsters? I can't think of his name. Oh, and then um, what was the movie with the? There was um, the there was monsters underneath the bed, and then once you go under the bed, it was like went to another world. I can't remember the name of that fucking it, movie. It's uh, hold on, it's called uh, it something monster, monster something. Yeah, Monster World or something like that. And then there's I just watched Monsters Inc. No, no, no. <laughs> come on, Chris. And there's another one I watched where they could they was like night. Night, night monsters or night something, and like they were like night moves, and like they lived in they live in like a cave or whatever. But little monsters, something like that. It was really good. It's with what's his name Zenith, you know the guy, uh, the the guy that plays the blue the the blue monster with horns. He's a fuck. He's a comedian who does. What's that show now? Damn it. I don't know, but we well, suck at this. Hold on, I'll get it. I'll come up with it because oh, somebody man. somebody's yelling at me right now. I can already tell you. I'll Blue think monster of it. Monster with horns. Yes. Monsters Inc. No, Chris. Slowly. It's called. It's Chris Little Monsters. Just loves Monsters Inc. I do. It's, it's Little movie. Monsters. He's uh, Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel does it. Oh really? Yeah, he's he's that guy. He's I the, didn't know that. He's the monster, and uh, it's him and Fred Savage. It's either Fred Savage or uh, the other. It's Savage a great brother. movie. Really and, well done. Yeah, it's very well done. I I watched that when I was little. I remember. Um, I love the original Night Living uh, Dead. Oh, actually, okay, then that was probably when I was a kid. It wasn't the original. It was probably the second or third one because this was color. And there was a scene where they're they're at a military Barbara. compound where they're going underground, and there's a gate day around the, the whole dead. place. Is day that Day of the, of the Dead? dead? That's Day of the Dead. Because yeah. this is like 80s still, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's yeah. Day of the Dead. Okay, day so you got dead. that yep. fence up, and they're you know they're slowly the zombies are slowly congregating around the fence, and then eventually the gate you know that finally falls, and they can't get one guy down fast enough, and they yeah they eat the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, at that military compound, I I remember that scene really well, and I don't know it was a great scene. That was that was a good movie. Um, but I love the Night of the Living Dead. It's great. Like the way they filmed, just for when it was filmed in the '60s, but when they when they got to the cemetery and the the shots in the cemetery were done really well, and uh, I thought the way they filmed the zombies was good. And at the very end of the movie, just shoot him in the head, like you see the police officer say there at the end. It's just, it was more comedic at the end. So, but it was good. Um, 
my other because uh, we've been doing this thing with Asinine Media is where we've been plugging movies for every day of October. We're putting out a, no- a new horror movie, so you have something to watch every day. That's uh, that's horror esque. Some of them are a little less uh, horror than others, but um, another movie I haven't seen yet that I need to is Pandorum. And I didn't realize how new that was. I didn't realize it was a newer movie. Yeah. So I, I, I saw why. Well, because I think it's from like 2009 or something yeah. like that. The reason I saw it to begin with is because I said like uh, I got Crazy Heart, which I think is also a 2009 movie, and it played the uh, it played the trailer on the movie, and then I was like, oh, that looks pretty interesting. So then I just went ahead and like bought it or seen, something like that. I remember seeing the trailer when it came out in the movie theaters, but I just never saw it. Yeah. Howie Mandel and Fred Savage. Yeah, that's that's it. Yep. That was, you haven't seen that, Chris? Nope. That's a great it's just, movie. These monsters who have like this little monster world underneath, like Earth, mm-hmm. or not Earth, but like under this guy's the crust. They ke- they go into people's houses and they they fuck a bunch of stuff up to get kids in trouble every night, right? So they'll do all kinds of shit, and so they, he keeps getting in trouble by his dad, um, so who's also kind the, of, and, and his dad is actually the guy who plays in uh, Home Alone. Basically, he's the other bad guy, not Joe Pesci, uh, but the other guy. Yeah. Um, he's he's that and for, guy, and for some it reason, kind of is basically the plot of Monsters Inc. Yes, the original Monsters Inc. Right, yeah. So Monsters Inc. obviously took it, except from for they they're not scaring monsters. the kids; they're doing it to get the kids in trouble. Right, yeah, we have a similar kind of concept, except they're also not powering their world with different the kids, different psychology. But, and once they figure out, the me, kids can actually go down there too, in the, right. in the, the whatever demon world. Well, you can do that. And you can get monsters stuck Inc. down too. there if you stay she, down there until she went it's to, daylight. Remember, she went to. Well, that was actually I don't remember. And the weird thing about that. Because the, they're in trouble because they have this little kid and they're not supposed to. I remember Timmy and I watching that movie, and I remember because the kids take their flashlights down there, and I remember something specific about the flashlights. Well, because the flashlights, you know, they're the demons are affected by light or whatever, yep. right? So they'll die. Like Howie Mandel would die. So what he does, he kind of tortures them a little bit to get Howie Mandel to take him down there, and also to kind of help him fix things. And then remember, because they go, they hate this one kid who's a bully, right? Totally hate this kid. He's a total son of a bitch. So they go in there, and I can't remember what they put on his sandwich, but it's something gross, and they change out his, his apple stuff, and they piss in it. I have Mendel pisses in it. So then it shows the kid at school the next day. He bites into it, and it's like some whatever gross thing. Then he tries to wash it down with the piss, and then he spits it all over people. And I don't know. It's like it's pretty horrible. But yeah, but I, it's a great movie. I just remember that part affecting me, like them actually traveling down into the Disney yeah. world. And, yeah. Because I was young when I saw it. I'm glad you remember the name of it, but um, I thought that was a great movie. But... This is my favorite month of the year. I love anything to do with horror. I love horror movies. My basement is like a reflection of Sean Spink's beautiful artwork on my walls. Um, and that once I want to end it with, you know, you and Brian had talked about uh, the Evil Dead. And I thought you would have talked about like what went into Evil Dead because it is so fascinating. Half of the, half of the shit they had to do just to film the fucking movie. And the first one was is was fucking. It's a great movie. I just, I think it's 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 very well done, as far as like uh, what they were working with and how they shot it and the way it was cold horror. It reminds me of something that we would shoot, and it just became huge. It gives me hope, Jesse. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not the issue because I also compared it to Clerks because it's like a low budget film that became uh, you know an I- iconic film, even though there was almost no money put into it. Yeah, but, but Clerks was easier to shoot for the fact that no, it was... No, it was definitely easier to shoot. Like, stationary. There's no, like, th- there's no question on that. Sam Raimi rode a bicycle in the woods, and then also he ran. Like, they built like a... Chris, I don't know if you know this, but they 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 engineered 
a steady cam out of like cardboard and some other shit and Sam Raimi was running through the woods with like this engineered steady cam chasing the other actors to get the scene set up and he would like trip and fall and shit and um one of the steady cam <laughs> when they were riding a bike and they figured out how to mount the camera on the bicycle and um they all 13 there was 13 people that helped filming it they all slept in the same cabin and like there's multiple fights that broke out between the actors and the crew and um it was, it was crazy when they when they were they ran out of money um you know and they had like a certain limited budget that they were able to raise to do the film and it's it's it, i think they raised like ninety thousand dollars to film it and um how they picked the location was cool and they went to like tennessee to pick the location because they, they originally wanted to do it close to home but they couldn't do it so they they found the place to do it in tennessee and the cabin was perfect and it was 30 miles away from anything and I think everything that went into shooting shooting film was really is what I love about like setting up the shots, filming it correctly, and um, then there's Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I know a lot more about the like Army of Darkness. I didn't know I didn't know a tremendous amount about the the making of Evil Dead. The reason we picked it was because we were going to see the Evil Dead musical. So then you know Brian was like, "Well, I've never seen Evil Dead. You know that corresponds with it, even though the musical is kind of all three movies really." Yeah. Um, it's mostly the story from the first one, with a little bit of the second, and then all the major quotes from the third movie. Because there's no there's no chainsaw in the first one. Yeah, the, yeah, that's right, right. But yeah, you, you see it, but comes, it doesn't get used. The right? chain, he, he lops his hand off with the axe in the first one, but the chainsaw comes in the second in the one. second one. What it's the it's like the refurb of the first one because they had more money. Which leads to the beginning of the, the third, third one. one. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, when I. One of my earliest horror movie memories, Matt, is also Nightmare on Elm Street, and I well, I I think it might be the second one. I, what's the? It's the one where he picks the girl up in the classroom and like sucks her soul out through her mouth. That is third one, Dreamcatchers. I, th- okay. I think it's Dreamcatchers. So that I saw that one, right? And then yeah. I had a. Is Johnny Depp in the movie? Johnny Depp's in the first one, right? Yeah, yeah, the first one, but I. I just remember that that's the first scene I ever remember. Like, it sticks out of my memory. Is it a blonde? Then, uh, I yeah, almost, it almost seems like it's a... There's always a blonde. The third one, though. Isn't the third one in the mental asylum or whatever? Or is that the... It's, shit. It's Dreamcatchers. The Dreamcatcher is the one with, like, in the mental asylum, The kids right? are... The kids are... I don't think that happens in that one. Like, he grabs that one girl, though. He becomes a TV, and he grabs her and sticks her head in the TV. No, you're on prime time, bitch. Yeah. And, like, yeah. slams yeah. her head. Like, no, this that was a great thing about like, Freddy Krueger, just... though. Freddy Krueger was an awesome shit talker. Class or something, and he picks her up. Man, from that happened in so many of the movies. I think like, it's probably the first or the second one. That or the fourth one, because the fourth one they all die in the school bus at the end. Um, but it anyway, it had a super effect on me, and I went and I had a nightmare where I was being chased by Freddy Krueger, and he actually kills me in my dream, and then I wake up. Actually, have do you have a you have any nightmares about any of them? No, I have one that I remember too. Um. I, I get random nightmares uh, every now and then, but one that really fucked me up, honestly, was uh, Paranormal Activity. I know it sounds weird to say that, but uh, for, I don't know, for, for some reason, I had, and I had just bought my house in Vegas, I want to say, when this actually came up before that. I had just watched it in Vegas, and I had just got in the house, and I could like hear something. I just never forget this. I was in the house for the first night, and I could hear something like hitting the ground, and hitting the ground, and hitting the ground, and then... The house is pretty much empty besides me. I was the only one in it. And so that one freaked me out. But paranormal activity, 
got me a little bit. But as far as like, I remember um, listening to Metallica and falling asleep right after I'd watched, uh, um, right after I watched um, Nightmare on Elm Street. And it fucked me up, but I, don't, I never really had a nightmare about it. Not that I can, not that it's vivid in my mind. The more thing that I got, that I didn't have a nightmare about that really fucked me up though was like Paranormal Activity, mm-hmm. just because of the way it was shot the first time and like ghosts and whatnot. And I was hearing noises in the house, which is probably just because the house was new to me. But other than that, I mean, after the first Child's Play, sometime after, I mean, it wasn't oh, fuck, wasn't when it first play. came out. Great movie. Um, I had a <clears throat> I had a dream that was it was pretty vivid. It was my brother. Using his Chucky doll, who was you know who was Chucky, you know the good guy doll, and the, and Chucky was trying to kill me. And my brother was like I'm laughing your friend and till stuff. The end. So my brother stand back there laughing, and Chucky's trying to kill me, and I'm trying to fight him off. I didn't I didn't die in the dream though. I mean, I have some pretty fucked up dreams. Well, but no, I'm just saying like in terms of like one of the characters. One of the characters. I don't think I ever had one about Nightmare on Elm Street or. Oh, I've had nightmares about characters, but like it's just like it's involved in the dream itself like it's like just a big dream in one bit other big dream uh, i've only that one and also an earlier nightmare than that like i think the first nightmare i remember is uh, king kong came to my house and was looking for me through the windows <laughs> but that was like early i mean this is when we were on gillespie so this would have been before jonathan was born even it's like the earliest mem- dream memory i have at all I don't really, I don't really remember my nightmares too much, which is probably a good thing, which is why another reason I probably should not do ayahuasca, because I'm probably gonna kill everybody. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <laughs> why? He doesn't trust himself. Exactly. Because uh, he's crazy as shit. Yeah. Yeah. You you want to see like somebody on PCP? You like to see me on ayahuasca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna is wake it, up and like everybody's heads like sitting in a circle. Yeah, <laughs> the whole village is dead. Now is it I is it ayahuasca or ayahuasca? I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm just, okay. I'm, I'm, I said ayahuasca. I would have said ayahuasca, but oh, it is okay. Maybe I was. Wrong. But no, I uh, could be. No, wrong. no, no. It's no, fine. No, no. I mean, it's fine. I, I, just, I wasn't uh, sure. I could be wrong. I actually don't know. I've only I, seen it spelled. I've only and, seen it spelled as well. And then I've heard you say it and Brant say it, and that's so, about it. So that's my extent. Get back to Nightmare on Elm Street. One of the best things about. It. One thing I love most about Freddy Krueger as a character, and all of his movies, like they hit me a strange way, just because like they're they're gross and they're creepy and like, but holy fuck, dude, he's the best shit talker ever. He's such a great shit talker, and um, one of one of the best memories I ever have, um, it's Freddy vs Jason, and Tim and I are in the movie theater, and we're watching Freddy vs Jason. And there's a part where, and there's only, there's seven people in the movie theater. It was me, Tim, these four black girls and another white girl. And they're sitting right next to us in in the movie theater in Lawrence. And we're, the movie's playing. And there's a part at the end of the movie where Freddy Krueger is standing between um, a a white girl and a black girl. And he gets his claws, he pulls his claws up to his face. And he starts like doing his finger thing where he like uh, racks his fingers back and forth. And he's like, oh, dark meats and, and the black girls behind us and, and the black girls behind us like oh that's just fucked up there's like a white old man to go after a black girl and like dude we just and then like we just started laughing so hard and uh because he's like he's like looking between the two and the black girl starts talking shit to freddie and like like oh come get me come get me freddie and he's and he's like looking at each of them and then jason comes along and him and jason fight which is pretty badass but um but that was probably the best like 
experience I've ever had watching this. And I took my, my grandma took me to see another Freddy movie. I can't remember which one it was. But Tim and I used to have permission slips to rent. Remember the, uh, I can't remember what, the, there was a, remember the video store in McLeod? There was like a small, we lived in a small town growing up. Um, and we went down to this town and we had permission slips to rent horror movies. And that's how I saw John Carpenter's Vampires, which is a great fucking movie. And, um, we rented like every, every horror movie they had, we rented it. And, um, we pretty much rented them out of all horror movies, but it was pretty good. I don't know. That was gone by the time we got there, that rental store. Really? Damn. We had to go to family rental in Lawrence or whatever. What about you, Jesse? There was one in Las Calusa too, Chris. So I was going to the one in Las Calusa. Loser. What, well, what was the question? Well, Did my you... mom worked at, or went to school at KU, so she was always in town. How old were you when you started like renting horror movies? I don't I don't know about renting. I mean, but I started watching horror movies when I was, you know, five years old or whatever. Just like I started watching Conan. That's what I did. You know, I used to have like Dreamscape and all kinds of old school horror movies on, on tape, you know, that would be put on. And they used to scare the shit out of me. Oh, and that... so there was all there was all kinds of them that I had. Do what about you, Chris? Do you ever, do you guys rent horror movies in your household? Um, not too much. My mom didn't approve of them. Like that Freddy movie I saw that was it's definitely unsanctioned. That was at a friend's I house. Wasn't, and actually, you know, I don't even think I saw the whole movie. I think I just saw like that scene or something. It no, just, no, it was at my house, but um, like my foster brother was watching with just his fucked friends, you up. and I, he was older than me, and I wasn't allowed. To, um, but yeah, it yeah it messed me up. Um, but yeah, usually it'd be or like my cousin's house. I remember seeing this horror movie called Metal Beast. Um, just I can't tell you much about it except there's some sort of evil monster that was like made out of metal and was a beast. Um one of the yeah. one of the so there's a couple of things I want to talk about before we end tonight. First of all, the NES. I was so pumped when I saw the Jason Voorhees game. It's the shittiest game ever, by the way. Do you ever play that, that game? That game's terrible. It's so I, bad. I rented it way back in the day. It's not good. Jason, because you're like you're just on you're like in a boat, right? And you're trying to go through, and eventually kills you. I mean, there's I think there's at least a part where you're on the boat. There's so and Jason he like just Jason, kill, keeps killing you. It's like so this fucking dumb. You're in a town. Ta- you're in there's a map, and you can go around the circle on the map. There might be a boat part, but like, and so you go around the circle on the map, and there's like random shit, like spiders flying at you. But the craziest thing about it is Jason is in a fucking purple jumpsuit. Like they made Jason purple, and so you go into the houses and like you're trying to find like the trying to find Jason, so you kill him and like you see him in the house, you start throwing shit at him and kill him. But like he's just purple when you see him, so it's just a shitty game. The map sucks, the controls suck. It's just a terrible game. Um, the Nightmare on Elm Street game is even worse. Um, it's pretty shitty too. But one thing I want to end on because I think it's fun. And I don't know if you guys have ever done this when you were kids. I know I did a lot of it because when I would, we would have parties. And um, do you ever play uh, Liars of Feather stuff as a board? Yeah. Or did you ever do um, uh, Candyman? Um, I, oh, that's where you look in the mirror and you say. That's no, that's Bloody Mary. Don't you do that with Candyman too? I think there's two ways to do Candyman. Okay. You can look in the mirror too. I, I'm actually. Or, or that in up. the dark maybe. But yeah, you say yeah. his name. Or some phrase, and then he comes to with the hook. Yeah, comes to get you with this hook. Jesse, did you ever play? No, I never actually did any of that goofy stuff. You never did. I've seen the movie Candyman. Great movie. I think I've seen what I because I'm looking at the I'm looking at clips from the original NES Friday the Thirteenth game. It's terrible. 
Yeah, no, it's bad, but I, I, I think I see why I was thinking of a, of a river, because in some of the screenshots, it's in there, but it's just in the background. Okay, Chris, here it is. <clears throat> so, according to the legend, if you look into a mirror and chant the name Candyman five times, he will appear behind you and kill you with his hook. For you see, the Candyman is a vicious killer with a bloody hook for a hand. He appears from the mirror covered in blood and bees and has nothing but murder on his mind. They say they say that years ago, a Candyman was a real man. Back in the days of slavery, Candyman was a black slave named Daniel, don't know how to spell his last name, who worked on a plantation in New Orleans. He was a he was a talented painter. Was chosen to by his plantation owner to paint a portrait of his daughter. But Daniel fell in love with the daughter of the white plantation owner. Uh, when the racist plantation owner discovered that his daughter and the slave were in love, he raised an angry mob and chased Daniel out of town. Armed with pitchforks and pack of dogs, they chased the poor slave across the fields and streams. Finally, they caught up to the exhausted slave near the old barn. The evil man seized Daniel from Daniel and cut off his right hand with a rusty saw. Damn, that would fucking hurt. They then covered him with honey and threw him in a beehive. Damn, dude, these people are brutal. The unfortunate Candyman was in, ter- was in terrible pain and died from his injuries, but not before he cursed the men who killed him and vowed to return to exact his revenge. They say his spirit will never rest and his ghost walks the world for all eternity, appearing with his name when his name is called five times. So remember, kids, you can say Candyman once, twice, three times, or four, but never say it five times or you'll be sorry. (laughs) That's cool. Also, Bloody Mary is only three times, I think, right? It is three times. Chris, you know the story of Bloody Mary? You should. The Queen of Scots, uh, that old thing. I wish Monica was here right now because Monica, she's, for some fucking reason, dude, she's like really into um, the queens and kings. And she knows all about, like, the. Remember, you guys were talking about, like, the. the Tudors. The Tudors and the Roses, the, whatever their thing is. Yeah. Um, so she knows all about that. But more so, she knows about Bloody Mary. And I think it's such a fascinating story. But mm-hmm. anyhow, um, I always love that. I like Halloween parties, playing that. And. And I didn't know if you guys ever did that. Yep, we do, and I definitely remember doing light as a feather, stiff as a board. We and we did a Ouija board. Mm. Um, tried to contact some spirits. Did it work? I mean, it, yeah, it, it moved, and I I wasn't pushing it, but I don't believe that nobody was pushing it. Do you remember what you asked? No, I didn't ask anything. I just was did. Like, did it like scare you at the time? Like, did it like freak you out? No. So Maybe, uh, I don't remember very well. You guys know Josh, Josh Sakurai, right? His buddy, brother Johnny. So mm-hmm. Josh, I'll never forget this because it's a great story. So we, him and I talk about it to this day. And um, we were playing the Ouija board in my grandma's basement. And when we were asking a question, like lightning struck and the, all the electricity went out, dude. And I've never been scared before, but that dude, that shit scared the fuck out of me. And like him too, like we ran upstairs. But I'll, <laughs> I'll never forget that. So that was my experience with the Ouija board. I have never played it since, actually. Except for at Sally's house. There so. was something scary that happened to me one time. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't say it. Say it. <laughs> Tell me no, your it's ghost not story. Really, it's not really scary. One time the lights went out and then know. there was one of my buddies who I made fun of. Until he had sex with his girlfriend, and then he married her. 
and that didn't go so <laughs> you well. Went, you went to the complete. I was not expecting you to go there. <laughs> oh man, that was that was. Oh, we saw what the lights go out. What, what, Chris? I'm sorry, my brain doesn't work the same way you guys it does. Okay. Are you Whatever. saying friends can't listen to endless love in the dark? I'm just. I'm saying. I mean, I wasn't trying to make fun of them. Make fun of them, you know. I was just being goofy. I was not expecting you to come up with that. I was the not, lights I went out. Was a, the, an actual scary story. Yeah, but look how scary of a story it ended up being. <laughs> like you guys, you're really downplaying the scariness here. It was a beautiful story. There's two wonderful human beings that are the result of that. Whoa, dude! You don't have to give it all away. <laughs> Shit, Chris. I said, what the fuck, dude? Like nobody knew what we were talking about. Now this whole now the whole podcast has to be deleted. You jerk. <laughs> uh, fuck. Well, do you guys want to add anything else? Um, <laughs> you want me to come up with something else? No, this is probably a good part to end. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good too. On that I'm, note, I'm good. All right, guys. Until next time. <laughs> yeah. Love you guys. Ciao. All right, bye. Keep laughing, Jeff.